Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Today, eat Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Super as in Superman. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, in his office at the Metropolis Daily Planet, Editor Perry White stands by tensely as Clark Kent receives startling information on the telephone from Police Inspector Henderson. But, but, well, great Scott, Inspector, are you sure? Well, what is it, Kent? Just a moment, Chief. Oh, this is bad news, Inspector, very bad news. Right. Okay, so long. Well, what's bad news, Kent? Well, you know, Mike Hickey's lawyer, with the aid of the D.A. and a Hickey judge, arranged for Harry Niles and Dr. Tobin to be released on bail from the city jail. Yes, 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 I, I know that, but what about the bad news? Well, wait a minute now, get this, Chief. Niles and Dr. Tobin left Metropolis in a private plane last night. Left me- You mean they skipped their bail? Uh-huh. Matter of fact, Henderson is sure they skipped the country. But, but with no witnesses against Hickey, there's no case against him. So, Mike Hickey is still the boss of the city. <laughs> You know, even if you had a camera, you'd probably never get a chance to snap a photo of a movie star like Hedy Lamar of United Artists. Right. So think of getting her photo as a prize. Yes, she's in that swell pep photo series of 24 famous screen and sports stars. One of these photos is yours in every package of Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Sure, a brilliant candid camera-sized photo of a top-notch star. Besides Hedy Lamar, there's that he-man Dana Andrews of Sam Goldwyn Studios. And Adolph Kiefer, the champion backstroke swimmer. Now as you collect all 24 photos in this great series, keep them in a pep photo album. Yes, a special album that keeps your photos clean and safe in neat rows. To get your album, look for directions on the side of your pep package. Remember, you get a prize photo in every package of pep, those crisp flakes of whole wheat. And every morning you get prize eating in each delicious pep spoonful. That's Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Super as in Superman. And now, the adventures of Superman. Acting to remove all opposition to his corrupt rule. Mike Hickey, political boss of Metropolis, attempted to smear editor Perry White, candidate for mayor on a Reform Party ticket, by framing him as a hit-and-run driver. White was arrested and jailed. But Clark Kent, who is Superman, and his friend Candy Myers, a private detective, uncovered the frame-up, and Superman captured the two key figures in the plot. However, using all his political influence, Hickey had the prisoners released from jail on a ridiculously low bail, and arranged for them to skip town immediately. Now, although their case against Mike Hickey has blown up, Perry White and his co-leader of the Reform Party, George Hollister, prominent metropolis merchant, are still certain they can defeat Hickey's machine in the approaching elections. But in White's office in the Daily Planet, Kent voices a warning. Gentlemen, now that Inspector Henderson's statement has cleared Mr. White and our Reform Party is back in business again, we've become an even greater threat to Mike Hickey. So we've got to expect trouble and plenty of it. Trouble? What you kind mean for Mike Hickey, Kent? Right, Chief. After all, tomorrow is primary day. And if you get the 100,000 votes you need to be nominated... 100,000? Yes. Well, I'll get to a 300,000 votes. Maybe more. Well, I know. The people know now I was framed in that phony hit-and-run accident. And even if we can't prove Hickey was behind it, they're plenty suspicious. That's right, Kent. Our district leaders tell me more voters will go to the polls tomorrow than on any other primary day in the city's history. I know, Mr. Hollister. 
But Hickey realizes he's in for a real fight now, and he'll take his gloves off. Well, let him. We're waking the people up, showing them Hickey can be licked. And we'll keep hammering to get more and more people behind us, and come election day, Hickey and his rotten political machine will be swept into the yash can. History, Perry White, editor of the Daily Planet and his Reform Party running mates, George Hollister and Bert Gray, polled more than three times the votes necessary for nomination. The candidates backed by Mike Hickey's political machine were also nominated easily, but the heavy vote registered by White's Reform Party indicates a close and bitterly contested election next month. As the jubilant Perry White celebrates the impending defeat of Mike Hickey and his political machine, the fat, heavy-jowled political boss sits in an inner room of his headquarters above a tavern with his two chief lieutenants, Andrew High, the mayor of Metropolis, and Peter McCann, the city treasurer. Hickey's fleshy face is set in a deep scowl, and he chews savagely on his ever-present cigar. We're in trouble, boys. Serious trouble. The reform party showed too much strength in the primaries. Now, that doesn't mean anything, Mike. The people are steamed up right now about that hit-and-run frame on Perry White. They'll forget all about it by election time next month. I'm not so sure, Andy. What do you think, Pete? I believe Andy's right, Mike. You said yourself a thousand times the people are too dumb and too lazy to care about politics. They got steamed up today, but it'll pass like it always does, and they'll leave things to us. Not this time, I'm afraid. The Daily Planet won't let them forget. And if the morning bulletin and the Gazette throw their support behind the Reform Party, we're in the soup. Ah, they still can't lick us. After all, one out of every four registered voters is on the city payroll. Because we put them there, they'll vote for us. So they can stay in the gravy train. That's true, but that still leaves three out of four, Andy. Three quarters of the voters to vote against us. Oh, that's nothing. We know that not more than half the voters ever go to the polls anyhow, Mike. We're sure of our gang on the payroll. And if our ward bosses pick up another good block of votes... We're going to throw your thick hands at this election. We'll be like all the others. More than half the voters will turn out this time. A lot more. Because the Daily Planet keeps them stirred up. Well, the Planet just announced a series of articles by their star reporter, Clark Kent. That'll be dynamite. I know, Kent. He talks big, but it's... But nothing. He's a smart reporter, that Kent. He's going to ask us what happened to the $5 million fund the people voted for slum clearing and housing. Well, you're the city treasurer, Pete. How will you answer that? I, uh, I refuse to answer. That's right, Pete. Oh, smart. Very smart. Don't you see how that's practically admitting we stole it? And Kent's going to ask us what happened to the $2 million fund for the new playgrounds. <laughs> How'll you answer that, Mr. Mayor? Well, uh, I'll say the, the fund's being held in abeyance, pending uh, estimates, plans, uh, etc. Mm, held in abeyance, huh? Where? In your personal strongbox? That's nobody's business. No? Now, look here, boys. We may get away with that kind of stuff when the people are asleep too lazy or too busy making money to care about their own government. But when they've got the biggest newspaper in the city screaming at them day after day to wake up, then we're in trouble. Hmm. Yeah, maybe you're right. You huh? bet I am. We've got to make the planet shut up. Now. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think 
I know how to do it. You do? How, Mike? <laughs> Why didn't I think of this before? Relax, boys. Just sit back and watch me bust the Daily Planet together with Perry White and Clark Kent. High, wide, and handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Skull gone now, Mike Hickey leers triumphantly at his two lieutenants. What does the political boss mean? We'll be back in a moment to see how Hickey carries out his threat. So keep listening. Know something? To really rate with your crowd, you don't have to be the best athlete or something like that. You'll stand ace high if you've got the best collection of pep photos. Correct. Wait till you flash the whole collection on your friends. All 24 photos in this knockout series of great screen and sports stars. Remember, you get a photo as a prize in every package of Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Think of it. An actual candid camera-sized photo of a famous star, like little Peggy Ann Garner of 20th Century Fox, and Charlie Trippy, the all-American halfback. Twenty-four in all. Now, of course, you want to swap your duplicate photos with friends. And here's the exciting way. Play the game of photo swap. Every photo swap game's a thrill, because you swap blind each time. You don't know which photos you'll get. Now, to play photo swap, always carry with you at least two or more duplicates you want to swap. Then, when you meet a friend, you both haul out your photos and keep them face down in your hand. Then you're all set. And here's how it goes. Hey, photo swap. Yup. Swap two off the top. Okay, each of us gives the other the two top photos in our hand. And there you are with probably one or maybe two new photos for your collection. Of course, if you get duplicates, use them in another game of photo swap. Most everybody's playing it. Right. Most everybody's saving photos from packages of pep, those crunchy flakes of whole wheat. When you get up, you think how good pep will taste. Then at breakfast, you find pep tastes even better. That's Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Super as in Superman. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Following his nomination, Editor Perry White spent a busy evening with George Hollister and Bert Gray, planning his campaign for election. Clark Kent worked on his articles exposing Mike Hickey and his machine. Then, planning an early start in the morning, White decided to spend the night in Kent's apartment instead of driving to his suburban home. It is about midnight when the phone rings. Hello? Yes, this is Clark Kent. Who is it? Oh, hello, Mr. Grayson. How are you? Uh, that John Grayson, our publisher? Uh-huh, it's you. Yes, he's here. Sure, just a minute, please. Wants to talk to you, Chief. Well, I guess he wants to congratulate me. Maybe. Uh, hello, John. How do you feel about your editor being the next mayor of Metrop? Huh? What's that? He what? What is it, Chief? Uh, just a minute, Ken. You're kidding. But, but that's impossible. Why, Chief, why, listen, what is it? He can't do it, I tell you. I, I... Well, I don't know what I'll do, but he can't do it. Oh, why, why, it'll cost us the election. Chief, look, will you tell me... Yes. Yes, I'll... All right, John, yes. Yes, we'll be there. Okay. Good night. Chief, in heaven's name, what is it? Why are you trembling? You were right, Kent. About what? About Hickey. Uh-oh. What did he do now? The building commissioner, uh, one of his boys, has condemned the Daily Planet building. Condemned the Planet building? Yes. The Planet can't go to press anymore in our building, Kent. But... And without the Planet to blast Hickey day after day, we're licked. His face gray, Perry White looks suddenly like an old man. And even Clark Kent, who has been expecting trouble from Mike Hickey, is stricken speechless at this latest and terrible blow below the belt. Yes, Mike Hickey is far from beaten. His powerful and corrupt political machine is about to ride roughshod over the Daily Planet and our friends, as it has over all other opposition. 
What can Kent and White do? This is a challenge demanding all of Superman's great powers, and he accepts that challenge tomorrow. So be sure to be with us then. Same time, same station. When the Man of Steel goes into action in Chapter 15 of Ruler of Darkness on The Adventures of Superman. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. By the way, do you like candy? Say, are you kidding? Well, then how about having Rice Krispies Marshmallow Squares? Yes, how about that? Well, just get somebody at home to make them for you. So easy to fix that quick as a minute you get 24 crunchy, light marshmallow squares. Delicious all through with those toasted bubbles of rice, Kellogg's Rice Krispies. Sure, this swell cereal double features in candy. Okay, when do we eat? Today. Just get someone to fix you Rice Krispies Marshmallow Squares. The recipe is right on the package of Kellogg's Rice Krispies. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Welcome back. Well, the news about Harry Nile escaping was so bad that Inspector Henderson had to tell Clark Kent about it twice. Also, I didn't really care for the resolution of the big cliffhanger at the end of Part 12. I mean, it's kind of expected and maybe a bit overdue since it's the adventures of Superman after all. But it's set up, Superman's not around, Candy Meyer or Lois are going to have to do something. And then there's Superman, just uh, taking care of business. But uh, the plot actually does continue to be uh, really interesting. Uh, with Mike Hickey making some very uh, intriguing and believable moves. And uh, he may be one of the stronger villains that we've had because his plans aren't nonsensical or silly. And while he has a certain uh, element of uh, the love of being the villain, he is not um, over the top. And I think this is meant, really the whole series is meant to teach kids and um, the adults out there, because adults have been listening and into Superman since... Um, he came out, um, and, you know, be, we'll be clear about that, about what happens when you stop paying attention to what your local government does. And if you want that to be a message that stays with kids, you can't just have it be over-the-top uh, goofy. And so you get these very well-calculated, very Machiavellian uh, moves, uh, that's happened in a city where voters have tuned out and uh, people with uh, city jobs and on the payroll are, are basically uh, running things. And this does happen in cities across America. Of course, it's not always the same level of corruption. But municipal elections uh, remain even lower turnout than what's described uh, in Metropolis here. Uh, the issues of primaries are uh, interesting. Uh, where I live, and I think in most of the countries, primaries tend to be associated with uh, partisan um, uh, party elections. Um, but apparently that's not the case in uh, Metropolis. Uh, and it appears the Reform Party, rather than being um, a former um, uh a, a formal political party is much more just a uh, coalition uh, thrown together to oust uh, 
Mark Hickey's machine without what a lot of us would think of as the typical party uh, structure that we have in the Democratic and Republican parties in this country. And uh, Andrea also thought the ad for the Junior Red Cross was interesting just to hear this sort of effort starting up in the 1940s. But in that era, right after the war, I think a lot of the um, efforts to improve international understanding and um, build connections, that was definitely a focus in that post-war world. All right, well, uh, we have more. Uh, Be sure and join us on Sunday for part 15. I do want to wish all my listeners here a happy new year, and uh, we will be back next year on Sunday, January 3rd, with The Ruler of Darkness, part 15. In the meantime, send your comments to adam at adamsweb.us, and be sure and rate the show on iTunes. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.